Hi, everyone. This is Zach Swartz, and I'm here again with Chris Jarda, and we're here to give you Ferris' perspective on many of the developments that have taken place in Washington over the past week with respect to the issue of immigration. This week, we're going to focus once again on the issue of health care. Now, Chris, uh, with the House-passed version of the health care bill, Fair had raised some concerns, uh, including that it would allow legal aliens to access taxpayer-funded benefits, and it would waive key prov- provisions of welfare reform. We've also talked about how illegal aliens would be able to access the exchange marketplace created under that, that legislation and um, some other issues. Now, can you talk a little bit about those issues and any other issues that are in the newest version of the health care bill, which is currently being debated in the Senate? Sure, Zach. I'd be happy to address that. Uh, first and foremost, uh, it's important to understand that the uh, Senate health care bill um, the text of that is uh, being considered as H.R. 3590. And the Senate began debating this bill on November 28, 2009. The bill is known as the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. With respect to the issues that you raised, uh, FAIR has just completed a brief legislative analysis discussing uh, each of those three issues. And what our analysis concludes is that uh, the provisions of the bill uh, will allow legal aliens, as soon as they arrive in the United States, to immediately be- begin collecting uh, taxpayer f- subsidies in order to buy health insurance under the bill. As we've previously discussed, this will cost the American taxpayers more than $30 billion a year. With respect to illegal aliens being able to participate in the exchange, there are provisions in the bill that are designed, or at least appear to be designed, to deny illegal aliens access to the exchange. However, in the same way that the House bill's uh, provisions lacked effective verification to ensure illegal aliens wouldn't per- be able to participate in the House bill's exchange, those same concerns still exist with respect to the Senate bill. And finally, you asked the question about whether illegal aliens would be able to access benefits under the, ex- uh, be able to receive taxpayer subsidies in order to buy private health insurance. One of the things that we found with the Senate health care bill is that there are, again, verification issues. But the good news is that we've been working with uh, one Senate office in particular uh, that sees th- these issues and shares FAIR's concerns. And while we can't identify that senator yet because his staff is still working through some of the details of how to uh, craft an amendment to fix these issues, uh, there are senators who are looking at these issues uh, that want to correct these issues and we've been able to give them uh, extensive technical support to help them uh, do what's right for the American people. So we're hoping that uh, in the next uh, few days, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, we will be able to uh, identify that senator and share more details about exactly what the amendment that he's working on uh, would be able to do. So I would encourage our listeners uh, to keep checking with FAIR's website uh, because uh, at some point in the near future, uh, we'll have more details about that amendment. Chris, did you want to talk about uh, a fourth issue that we identified in our legislative analysis that has to do with uh, Medicaid and basically granting legal immigrants uh, more freedom and more rights than American citizens? That's exactly right, Zach, and we do talk about this in our legislative analysis. Uh, One of the things that the Senate bill does is it keeps people, American citizens, who have income below 133% of the federal poverty level in Medicaid. Now, current law provides that legal aliens are not able to uh, enroll in Medicaid. And so what the bill does, instead of changing that provision, uh, 
which fair would oppose. Uh, but instead of changing that provision, the Senate bill makes legal aliens uh, who are low-income individuals, below 133% of the federal poverty limit, lets them get the affordability credit. So what that does is it sets up a disparity. American citizens only have one choice for their health care if they have income below 133 of the poverty level. That's Medicaid. But if you're a legal immigrant, you have a lot of options for your health care. You actually have freedom to choose the health care that best suits your needs because you're going to get this taxpayer subsidy by which you can go to the exchange. You could enroll in the public option, which is similar to Medicaid, But you could also opt for any one of the qualified health plans that would let you buy private insurance, like our listeners uh, have come to expect uh, from their employers. And so what this bill does is it treats American citizens worse than legal immigrants. It traps American citizens in Medicaid while giving legal immigrants more options and more choices. Again, we've been working with another Senate office, uh, you know, to identify this issue and to address the means to move forward to fix this issue to treat American citizens fairly. Uh, Again, we can't identify who that senator is at this time, but we have been uh, working with that office. uh, And and when that senator has decided uh, exactly how to move forward to correct this uh, inequality, uh, we'll be sure to let our listeners know uh, and and give that senator appropriate credit uh, for all the work that he's doing on this issue. Well, I think it's uh, it's good news that there are senators out there that are looking at these issues just as fair is, and they are willing to work with us to try to address these issues uh, to protect the American taxpayers and to give American citizens, um, uh, you know, this, the rights that they deserve. Um, Chris, thanks for joining me today, and I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. If our listeners are interested in learning more about immigration and each of the issues that we discussed today, they should visit our website at www.fairus.org. Now, by going to our website, you can sign up for action alerts and our weekly legislative update to remain in the know to really understand what is going on with respect to immigration here in Washington, D.C. and in other parts of the country.